0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Spirited Life Podcast. My name is Ashley Strong. I am your host, your friend, your guide, your mentor, and your connection to spirit. I am a psychic medium, intuitive development teacher, and mindset coach. And my entire mission since day one has been to bring spirituality back down to earth in a way that everybody can understand, implement, and utilize as we go through life. When we tap into our intuition, it's not just about being a psychic or being a medium. In fact, for most of us, it's not about that at all. For the most part, it's about learning who we are on a soul level, It's about learning to flow with life, learning to tune into the energies around us that teach us what we should be going after and what we shouldn't. Developing a deeper relationship with your higher self, your inner child, your intuition can lead you down such magical pathways. In fact, yesterday I was talking with a friend who has never been into any of this, and she said, I think I've been hanging out with you too much because I keep having dreams that become reality the next day. And she said, you know, it's just kind of been so fun. It's so magical. It feels like I'm on this magic quest or this treasure hunt, and that's exactly what it's like. When you start paying attention to the signs and expand your awareness and allow the universe to speak to you, allow your intuition to speak to you, then so much magic just happens. So today's episode was actually pulled off of my YouTube channel. It was a class that I taught a while back, and it's all about intuition, spirit, energy, Basically, it was a Facebook Live where I allowed my audience to give me their questions and I answered them on site. So there's going to be a lot of things in this episode that you've probably wondered about before. A lot of your questions will probably be answered in this episode. So I want you to take the time to really listen to it. At the beginning, you'll obviously note that I was live, so I was talking to the people you know that were on my Facebook Live with me, but as we get deeper and deeper into the episode, there's some really good juicy stuff in here, like how to feel energy, how to tune into energy, how to notice when your intuition is speaking to you, all kinds of things. We talk spirit, we talk ghosts, we talk everything. So give it a listen and let me know what you think. Enjoy. Hi, everyone. Happy Wednesday. I am live again. This week we are doing a question and answer series. So I already have a few um, questions from you guys from last week, and then I got some from my Facebook group this week. And we're going to answer those and then see where everything goes. So, okay, let me just pull up the. Here we go. Okay, so I just wanna watch the um, comments like I have been doing recently. Um, It's just been making things a lot easier to see them as I go. So happy Wednesday. I wanted to do this outside. Hey Carrie, hey Anita. Um, Hi Anita, I have not talked to you in a long time. We need to catch up. Um, So I was planning to do this outside, but I was actually I was working on something in my backyard yesterday, and no, I was on a call yesterday, and I'm like, I had my AirPods in, and out of the corner of my eye, I like see something, and my neighbor's head was like bobbing over my fence, um, and she just wanted to let me know that they were replacing their fence today, so I cannot do this outside, but that is totally okay. Um, I love the Hey Ambie, I love just, how bright and sunny it is and so happy Earth Day everyone. I hope you're all having a beautiful Earth Day and you're getting outside and you are enjoying the Earth. My son had a plan today to go pick up, walk around the neighborhood and pick up trash, um, which shouldn't be hard to do because it's trash day. So um, we're going to do that after this session. So okay, one of the questions that I got last week was how do you control your energy? So Um, somebody that was on last week, um, thank you, Shelly. Um, so somebody that was on last week asked me, how do I control my energy? Because he is a massage therapist and he said his clients are always just feeling his energy while he's working on them and they're telling him that it's too much. So as someone who is an intuitive or is a strong intuitive, so maybe this is you or him or I know that this has happened to me. But what happens is we have a very big and open energy, especially if we aren't aware of it and especially if we aren't aware of how to call it back in. And so what happens is we can easily overwhelm other people and other people can easily overwhelm us because the way that I'm shown it in... It, in a clairvoyant imagery is like, if you, you have this big bubble of energy around you, like huge, and if you're an intuitive and those intuitive gifts are unmanaged, it's even bigger, okay? Like it fills a room, it can fill a house depending on how much work you've done. Like I know right now my energy is huge because I've given a reading today, I just did a two hour workshop and then I'm doing this as well and I gave a couple of readings yesterday. Like it's just been a really spiritually, Um, abundant week, which is a really, really good thing. But at the same time, I know that at the end of the day, I have to do a little bit of grounding, a little bit of clearing, and I have to call my energy back in. So what happens is our energy gets just so big that it overlaps the people's energy that are in our homes or around us. I hope that makes sense. So if he's working on someone, Obviously there's an energy exchange going on anyway, but if he has this really abundant really big energy that needs to I don't want to say we should shut our energy down. We should never shut our energy down. But what we can do is we can overwhelm other people's energy so we can get in their bubble, right? So we can call our energy back in. If I were to go out and about my house right now and try to interact with people, I might feel like a little, I might feel like I have chaotic or crazy energy to them because my vibration is so high today. So I see it as like my bubble kind of overlapping their bubble. And people don't always want that or need that, especially if they're not intuitive or they're not empathic or they're trying to, like he's a massage therapist, so they're trying to relax and enjoy themselves. They don't necessarily want to tune into your energy or feel what's going on with you. And there's nothing wrong with that, okay? We all need our space. We all need our our personal and our sacred space within. And so if we're picking up on energy and we're tuning into energy when all we really wanna do is tune out and ground, that can become a problem. For us or for other people. So the way that you do this, the way that you kind of call your energy back in, there's a couple different ways. In the moment, the easiest thing to do, whether you're clairvoyant or not, is to just take a few minutes and take a few deep breaths. And so, um, I would do this before I go out into my house today and Morgan, um, I don't see him on yet, but Morgan, when you watch this, if you do this before your sessions, just take a few deep breaths, Let it go, get grounded, okay, get grounded. And I don't mean just like spread some roots out into the ground. I mean visualize an anchor dropping in to the core of the earth, like an anchor just dropping in and then visualize like a straw, you bringing that red orange earth energy back up and up and up through your feet, up through your legs, all the way up to your heart center and then I would have you visualize your energy as just being huge like filling a room and again this is not a bad thing it's just a thing that happens okay we're all made of energy we're all energy at different times throughout the day our energy is bigger at different times it's smaller okay so we want to have you take a few deep breaths really get grounded and then visualize This bubble around you kind of coming in, coming in, coming in, coming in until it's about two or three inches outside of your body, okay? Because you never want to shut your energy down. You never want to shut that awareness down. Um, Even if I'm going to the grocery store, which is the place that drains me the most, I will always kind of keep my energy about six to eight inches around my body. So it's, it's very close to me, but it's not big. It's not overlapping. So I'm not taking on the energy of other people and my energy isn't being spewed onto them either, okay? So what I want you to do to call in your energy is just take a minute to really, really get grounded Pull that energy back, that earth energy back up into your heart so that you are linked to the earth. You're really grounded. You're really safe. You're really secure and really supported. And then I want you to just visualize your energy just coming in, coming back in, coming back in, coming back in until it's pretty close to you, like like about right here. If you could see where my hands are, about right here. And then just visualize like a bubble coming in and sealing that. You can also, if you're having a hard time, if you keep trying this and it's still not working, there's a couple of things that could be going on. The f- The first thing is ask your guides to help you. Ask them to try to help you to call in your energy and manage it so that it's not interfering with other people. The next thing that it might be is, your gifts are unmanaged. So if you are highly intuitive and you're that close to someone and you're working on someone, like you're literally working on their physical and spiritual body, then you're probably tuning into them without intention. So if you have, and and the person that had asked this question, I know that you're very intuitive and I know that you're very empathic. So As you're working on them you're probably picking up stuff about them and you probably have all of this energy and all of these spirits around you and just the spiritual presence around you that now they're feeling and I can tell you this because I um, I don't go well I haven't been in a while because of what's going on but um, I used to go to oneness blessings often and there were multiple times that I had someone reach out to me and be like hey what kind of work do you do? And then I would tell them and they'd be like, well, I'm asking because I feel like you have people all around you. Is there something you can do about that? I honestly had a lady say this to me. She's like, is there something that you can do about that? And she was bothered and I had never thought about that or. Felt I felt them. I didn't realize that other people were feeling them as well. So I had to learn how to call my energy back in. So there, there are two things. So ground your energy, call your energy back in and then seal it up. Okay. Like you can visualize if you want a bubble around you, you can visualize like a a zipper coming around you. That's kind of like encasing you in your own energy and also protecting you from other people's energy. Because if you are if your energy is being felt that much, then you're, you've are you gotta be receiving too without realizing it. So protect your energy, ground your energy, call your energy back in, ask your guides to really help you manage your energy, and then um, realize that you might have some gifts that are unmanaged, and so, Underutilized gifts are a thing, but like undermanaged gifts are also a thing. They can become a hindrance in your life, so it's best to learn how to tune in to them and how to tune out of them at will. And if you don't know how to do that, which Morgan, I already know you have this program, but for other people that don't know how to do that, I have the intuitive development program which really teaches you how to embrace your gifts, each one of the clairs, how to work with that clair as in opening it up and tuning out of it if you don't want to use it in that moment because we don't always need to be on there are times we just need to be human and then it also helps you with managing your empathic gifts utilizing them protecting your energy protecting your energy from other people um or helping other people to not be bombarded by your energy, all of those things. So this is one exercise that you could do is calling that energy back in. Another one that you can do that I learned from my mentor, Amanda, is that you can... And this is something that I do more for myself than other people to call my energy back to me, but this would absolutely work in the instance that he's talking about where his his energy kind of overwhelms other people. You just need to take a minute to do it before your session. Again, take a few minutes to get grounded. And then I always like to clear my energy. And the way that I clear my energy is I have my guides come in and I visualize them using a rag and starting at the top of my head, going this way, like going back and forth, back and forth, moving through my energy head to toe, just wiping my energy clean, removing any debris, any blocks, anything, just wiping it clean, back and forth, head to toe. And if it ever starts to go back and forth in the same spot, I know that that is probably um, a chakra that I need to work with because it always lands, like right at a chakra. It's never usually in between. It's usually right at a chakra. So. Ground your energy, clear your energy, and then visualize at the, at the center, at your heart, or if you want to, it'll show up differently in different times, but if you want to visualize like a staff or, or something in between in the, in the center channel, visualize calling your energy back to you and just see like all these spider webs, these filaments of light, of energy coming back and just wrapping it up just growing and growing and growing and wrapping up in your center until you have called all of that energy back into you. So energy you've left in different places, energy you've left with different people, situations, clients, whatever the case may be, calling that energy back to you and then doing the same thing, sealing your energy off. So those are two exercises that you can use to really start to call that energy back in and control it. so that it's not it's not overlapping other people's bubbles, right? So um, the biggest thing though, and, and Morgan, I know this for you, is just really, really tapping into your gifts so that you can learn how to manage those gifts. Um, so whenever you watch this, if you still have any more questions, you can email me. Um, And we can talk about it one-on-one, but I hope this helps you guys understand how to call your energy back. And you can do this again with situations, with people, with clients. I call my energy back um, at least once a day, and I always do like a cord cutting or a brushing or something after each and every single session that I do. That doesn't mean that I don't want my client's energy on me. It just means that when we're done, that connection needs to be Um, you know diffused so that I'm not tapping into their energy the rest of the day and they're not picking up on my energy the rest of the day, even though we're not on a phone call. And I hope that that makes sense to you guys. Um, so the next question that I had was about ringing in the ears and what is this a sign of? So you guys, this is a sign of clear audience and this is one of the first signs that you will get when your clear audience is starting to open up. So Is there a message that comes with it or does it mean something specific? Not, not usually what it's more a sign of is that your vibration is raising, that it's that your spirit team or, you know, some, some member in a high vibration is trying to get your attention. So you will start hearing that ringing in the ears, buzzing, popping. For me, it went from a ringing in the ears to a really like high pitched, almost externally it wasn't in my ears anymore and then i started hearing like thump, 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 like i'd hear stuff on the walls or then i started hearing music that no one else heard um and i had always since i was a kid i had always heard talking internally and i had always heard like my name or random words being said externally but when i really hey michelle when i really really realized that or when I started working with my gifts, I started getting a lot more of that ringing, buzzing, popping, even sometimes clicking in the ears. And then it grew and it was like external to the point where I was looking at my husband like shaking his leg. I was like, how do you not hear this? And he's like, I have no clue what you're talking about. Um, But you know, like it was the same thing with music. Every night when I went to bed, I would hear music just being played like it, it sounded like it was so far away but yet it was so clear and i would same thing my husband's like can you please just go to sleep i hear none of this um so that it's just a sign that your clear audience is starting to open up and that your gifts are ready to open up. So take it as a sign to start doing some work with your clairaudient abilities. And one of the quickest ways to start to flex those muscles is to sit outside, and right now is the perfect time of year to do it. This is part of why I love, love, love um, springtime. It's just a time of awakening, and right now, you guys, the earth is just so calm and settled, and regardless of what's going on, this is an, Amazing season to work with your gifts and to just get in tune with yourself. And we've talked about that the past couple of weeks, so I don't really need to go back down there. But um sit outside, take a few deep breaths. As always, ground clear, connect, protect. You know, I'm gonna say it to you every single time, and then just close your eyes and notice and observe what do you hear? You're gonna hear the trees, you're gonna hear wind chimes, you're gonna hear right now. I hear hammering, you're gonna hear all kinds of different things. So from there, you're gonna hear birds chirping, dogs barking, start to separate those sounds. How far away is that hammering? How far away are those dogs? How many different dogs do you hear? How many different types of birds do you hear? And you do not have to be an animal expert to do this. As you fine tune your hearing, you're going to notice that there are many different things that are around you all the time, you just haven't had an awareness of that. So all we're doing with our intuitive gifts is bringing an awareness to what is already there, what has already been around us the entire time. And so when we utilize our strengths, like when we have that ringing in the ear and we take it as a sign of, oh, I'm raising my vibration, I'm hearing higher vibrations, my spirit team's trying to get in touch with me, I'm gonna tune in now and I'm gonna see how I can flex this muscle. So you guys know I always say, it. like you don't go do bicep curls to get a bigger butt if your strongest gift is clairaudience you're not going to only focus on the third eye or only practice clairvoyant exercises because you want to be clairvoyant focus on your strength first work on that gift The rest of them are naturally going to follow suit. So the more that you open up, the more that opens up for you. Just like the more that you trust, the more that you will be given. So as you keep doing the exercises for the gifts that are your strongest, clairvoyance, clairaudience, or or clairsentience, whatever your other ones are, they're going to catch up and they're going to show up more and more and more and more and more. So ringing in the ears is a sign of clear audience. It's a sign that you're tuning into higher frequencies. It's a sign that you're ready to wake up. You're ready to do the work. Your body, your spirit is telling you and your spirit team is telling you, hey, we're ready, we're ready to do this with you. Are you gonna show up? Are you gonna do the work? So sit outside, notice the different types of birds that you can hear, notice the different types of sounds that you hear and fine tune your hearing, to strengthen your hearing into those. From there, you can go into um, taking, sitting in meditation and asking for a message from your higher self or tuning into when you're talking to yourself because if you're clairaudient, you likely talk to yourself very often. Tune into when you're talking to yourself and notice that there is not just one conversation going on. It's back and forth, back and forth. You will notice your higher self talking, your spirit guides talking, you'll notice when your ego's talking to you. And so um, I have a whole blog on that on lightloveandspirit.com and and then I have a whole lesson on how to tune into your clear audience, but that ringing in the ears, that popping, that's exactly what that is. It's just a sign that you're ready to do the work and it's no wonder that it's happening for you right now because we are all raising our frequency right now the world as a whole is just raising its frequency like we are vibrating higher than ever before because we are shifting so um welcome and it's so exciting for you to be here it's a really exciting time it's also a time for you to get clear on yourself clear on you know just shedding those layers really uncovering everything because We're moving. We're moving to a a higher vibration. We're moving to something different than we've ever experienced in this life. And it's going to be so beautiful, but we've got to energetically be ready for it. Um, Which actually brings me to my next question, but I see that there's a question here. I used to hear someone going up and down the stairs when I was in the shower only. So Liza, yes, that's a thing. Um you you were hearing, you were using your clear audience to hear, um, but you probably also had a spirit kind of hanging out in your house. So for me, I used to always have feelings of being watched when I was in the shower or when I was going to bed or when I was in bed. Um, I had to really do a house clearing and everything to get that to stop, but I also had to tune into my gifts because a lot of the time we have these feelings or we we can hear these things or we can see these things. Like I used to see people going, and in out of doors in my peripheral when I was younger. And it's not that it's anything bad or like a ghost or anything like that. It's just our guides and our, our spirit team. And sometimes, yes, ghosts are around because they're trying to get our attention. But until we're willing to tune in and notice them, then it it can usually freak us out because we're like who's there who's in my house um so as soon as i started doing the work all of those feelings went away and actually it's funny that you you say that because um i don't remember if i mentioned this last time or not but i was staying at a friend's house um, this is years ago it was years ago before i moved out to where i live now um but the house actually was down the street so we were staying there like for the weekend or something and we were it was a separate master bedroom and we were staying in there and I was in the shower and then I came downstairs like nobody else my friends were all gone nobody else was home and I came downstairs and I was like what did you want to my husband and he's like what are you talking about I was like I heard you upstairs I heard you talking to me but I couldn't understand what you wanted what did what did you need and he's like Ashley I was never Upstairs so I told my friends this later and they're like, oh, yeah, that room's haunted like there's a dude that lives in there We don't know who he is, but we've all heard him Um, And I clear as day heard him when I was in there and just stuff like that has happened to me my entire life like at my I think I said this last week and I said it on boot camp today when I was in Like when I was little my grandparents didn't have an older house either but they had a laundry room and that's where they kept um the trash can, like the pantry was in there too. And every night I would like eat popcorn and candy with my grandpa and then I had to throw the bag away and I did not like going in there because every time I would go in there, I would hear a man's voice and he was talking to me and it was very external um, versus internal. Internal's okay, internal never really creeped me out. It was the external stuff that really would jar me and kind of get me. So um, I'm just so grateful that I've learned how to manage this and I've learned how beautiful it is and how supportive it can be um but until you get there yeah it can be a little startling um the best way to do a house clearing i think is with your guides and your angels and to use to burn some sage i actually have some right here um you can also use palo santo but i prefer sage i use the palo santo to clear my own energy Um, I do this usually every morning and at the end of the day after doing a lot of calls, but um, if you're gonna clear your house, start at the front door, work clockwise around your house. If you can, open your windows and definitely open the back door. I usually leave my front door shut to signify things leaving versus things coming in. So I always call on my guides, my angels, my loved ones, my spirit team to do this with me. I say a prayer as I'm doing it smoke of air, fire of earth, cleanse and bless this home and hearth. I drive away all harm and fear, only good can enter here. And then as I go about, I say thank you to my angels, my guides, for filling each crack, each crevice, and sealing each window and door with your love and your divine light. Thank you for your protection. Thank you for releasing any negative, stagnant, old, any energy any energy that's not serving me or serving my family thank you for dispelling any illness any low vibrations so i do this throughout each room each and every single room and i work clockwise around that room if you have stairs just do them as you come to them do clockwise there too and then back down and and you always want to end at your back door then i um, usually smudge my dogs my kids if they're there myself and then i just visualize angels coming in or or light or however you wanna say it, just swooping in through everything, like pressure washing my house inside and out with white light and then I see it being sealed with white light. Um, I've seen orbs and people. So, hey Kristen, so to turn that back on, you need to start having a practice and that practice needs to be consistent okay so one it's gonna be setting your intention that's the first thing that you need to do so when you set the intention and you say hey I want to work with spirit I want to work with my gifts I want to see more of this I want to feel more of this I'm ready to do it and I'm ready to be and work in the light that's the first and biggest step that's literally what I did when um my best friend was like yeah you're weird I've always known that you're weird it, how do you not know this about yourself talking about my gifts and I was like well I don't know I just thought I was, I was a little crazy. Um, and so that was my thing. I stood in my kitchen and I looked up and I was like, I don't know who you are or what you want or why you're doing this, but I'm gonna do this work. I'm gonna see what I'm supposed to do with this, but the first time you scare me, I'm done. And then my nightmare stopped that night and like it's just been history from there. So setting your intention is gonna be the biggest thing that you can do. Then being consistent. So learning how to meditate, showing up at the same time, around the same time and around the same place is going to be a benefit. You don't have to do that, okay? I would recommend meditating every day. It doesn't have to be at the same time or in the same place. But as you do this, you kind of start to create your own little mini vortex, your own little sacred space that says, hey, I'm going to be here at this time. And Spirit's like, okay, I'll meet you there. And so it's very, it becomes easier and easier as you show up consistently and in the same place and you decide to do the work. Now, from there, like I was just saying a few minutes ago, you want to find out which is your strongest Gift and you can do this on my website. I have a quiz. It says what's your strongest intuitive ability or something like that You want to find out what is your strongest gift because you want to start to develop That gift because then naturally all of the others start to follow suit and it sounds like obviously you are Clairvoyant so you're gonna want to do exercises for clairvoyance, which means visualization so using your meditations as visualization going outside, trying to see the energy around the trees or the energy in the sky, um, working to see other people's energy. One of the exercises that I have in my course is visualizing numbers. So like I will visualize a one and then I'll send the one away and then I'll visualize a two and I'll send the two away. And then you do this with colors, you could do this with shapes, you could do this with people. And it's actually how you can start to call um, some of your, your loved ones in that are in spirit. But what you what you really need to do is you need to set the intention, you need to raise your vibration, learn how to ground clear, connect and protect your energy. You can learn how to do this on my website. I have a bunch of articles on it. Um, for free, obviously. And then once you, you, you need to do that so that you can be safe and you can kind of set your boundaries of who you are willing to work with, which should only be those in the light. A mistake that I made and that I know a lot of people make before they know what they're doing is we're just like, all right, I'm ready to do the work. Like, what do you got for me? Who do you got for me? And then you're like, oh shit, I know that's not what I meant. Um you want to make sure that you're calling in your spirit guide, you're calling in those that you loved and that's who you're doing the work with. So it comes with setting boundaries, making sure that you're safe and then showing up consistently. The more that you show up and I was actually it's funny I was just talking about this today on boot camp, the more that you show up the easier it is to drop in to that state, that receptive state. So Um, I would start there and then I would learn how to enhance your, your clairvoyance. And if you want to do this, if you really want to be guided and you're led, um, you can check out the intuitive development course on my website. We'll teach you how to do all of that and how to do it safe and how to do it, um, pretty quickly compared to, um, you know, just trying to do it on your own. Um... okay maria i'm wait hold on maria i'm looking at your question now okay so maria can you just tell me have you set your boundaries um, you're welcome, Kristen. I hope that helps. Maria, have you set your boundaries of who you're willing to work with, who you're not willing to work with, as in I'm only willing to work with those in the light? Um, because if you have and you're still seeing things that are unsettling to you, I would start to do more work with your spirit guides. And if that's still not working, um, what's coming through right now is... Have you dealt with, or have you done any type of shadow work? Like, have you, have you really looked deep and dug deep? Like some of the some of the things that we talked about last week, like that inner child work. Have you been willing to do um, the uncomfortable work because the the uncomfortable work is what clears out all of that, that stuff that pulls us back down, that lowers our vibration. So as I was doing, as I was like declaring, hey, I'm ready to do this work, I was also doing a lot of deep diving self healing work. And so that made the space for like, I let go of all that like really tumultuous stuff I had been holding on to, And so my vibration was able to raise. So think about it like this, okay. Our vibration for us to easily connect with spirit the spirits that we want to connect with we have to raise our vibration they have to bring their vibration down a little bit like it takes work on both ends and they have to bring theirs down for us to effectively communicate we have to meet in the middle takes a lot of work on both ends so sometimes if we still have work to do then we will and we have set our bound, like this is the thing, if you have set your boundaries, if you are meditating, if you are working with your spirits, if you're your spirit guides, you're working with your angels and you're still seeing and experiencing uncomfortable things, then I would say there might be some self-work to do to clear and purge it out. Not that anything's trying to get you or anything's trying to hurt you. More of like your, your higher self being like, hey, here's your shadow side, let's work with it, let's clear it out of the way, so that we can start to work on the beautiful the beautiful things. Um, so Maria, if you haven't done, I would definitely try like grounding and clearing your energy a lot more, cutting any, this is coming up for you too, cutting any energetic cords of other people that might be attached to you and pulling at your energy Really, really getting into a space every single day where you're showing up for yourself, giving yourself that time, giving your spirit team that time to connect and you can't be afraid of them. That's the other thing. You have to be willing to work with your spirit team for them to work with you. If you're afraid of your spirit guys, if you're afraid of your angels um, showing up and how they will show up, Ask them to show up gently. Ask them to show up clairsentiently if you're not ready to see them yet. Ask them to show up to where you feel them or you hear them and you're only willing to hear and accept loving interactions. Um, From there, everything should start to settle out as long as you've done all the self-work, like I mentioned. Um, So I hope that helps. Let me see. Okay. So, okay. So I'm seeing your comment now, Maria. So Maria, I think, yeah, like doing a lot of the self work, that's probably what's going to happen or what's going to help you. I think it's showing, showing some shadow sides that you still get to work with. And I don't think it's a bad thing or anything's trying to hurt or harm you, especially if you're protecting your energy and working with your guides. I think it's just like a, a tough love situation where they're like, Hey, we love you. Please do this work for your sake. Um, okay. So let's see. You're welcome, Maria. Um, Valerie, I don't think this is spirit. Um, And this is gonna sound strange, but have you checked for mold inside the walls? Um, And I say this because I live in an older house. This has nothing to do with spirit, but I'm here and I'm happy to help y'all. I live in an older house and we had like I kept smelling this weird smell and like we have to get new windows because our house is old like they it it just isn't insulated the way that it should be so what happened was last winter um kept smelling this weird smell and then I got like sinus infection after sinus infection after sinus infection and I moved my furniture and I saw that there was like mold on the back of all of my um, bedroom furniture. And so I started doing like a ton of research. I went down a rabbit hole and actually, I didn't have what you're referencing, but I, I noticed that a lot of people did. It's called something specific, um, but I would, I would look into that. Um, so happy to help, home improvements and all. Um, okay, so sorry about the dogs there. They're here, they live here. Um, Okay, so the next question that I have is this one came from Shelly, I believe, um, in our group. If you're not in there, go ahead and check it out. It's about feeling vibrations in your body. Um, This might help. Tune out my dog. You guys still hear me? Um, okay. Can you guys still hear me? Just making sure. So when you lay down at night and you feel vibrations in your body or you feel like you're, you're shivering or you're tingling and you're not cold, it it is a very specific feeling, Shelly. And I knew, ex- I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's very similar to, what I said about the ringing in the ears. It's a sign that you're you're raising your vibration. It's a sign that spirit is trying to connect with you, okay? Especially if it's when you're laying down or you're in meditation where you have let go. Hi, Annabella. Where you have let go of those walls, of those reservations, okay? Because when we're in between awake and asleep, just like we're in a trance-like state, it is when we are most easily able to receive spirit. And so this is why everybody says like, why do they always come to me in my dreams? Why do they always wake me up? Why is it when I close my eyes to finally go to sleep at night and I've been trying to meditate all day, but now I go to sleep and they wanna show me all these faces and all these visions. This is why. It's because we are the most open, we are the most able to accept and receive they receive them. Like we're just in a receptive mode. So if you're laying down and you're feeling like this trembling or, or like your body just kind of shivering, I know what you're talking about. It's like, it goes up your spine and It's it's literally like you're vibrating. You are, you're vibrating, you're shifting to a higher vibration. It's a really good sign. Also a sign it's time to do the work. It's time to tune in. It's time to make space throughout your day. So just to kind of like do a blanket question and answer, if this stuff is happening to you at night or it's happening to you at an unideal time, specifically at night though, what it means is you need to make space for it in the day. Because if you make space for it in the day, it's not going to happen so much at night because you've already given them their time. They want to reach you. They want to talk to you. They're Especially right now, you guys, like I cannot, Um, I cannot, emphasize it enough that we are shifting we're all raising our vibration or we're we're trying to I don't think that everyone is but we are meant to be right now this time we're meant to be raising our vibrations we're meant to be doing the self-work so as You will notice these things happening more and more and more. So they're asking you, please take the time for me during the day. Take the time to connect to me. Take the time to connect to yourself, to your higher self, to your spirit team. This is why they're giving this stuff to you. And it's becoming more and more prevalent right now. So take some time in your day. Mine, you know, I my schedule has been a little bit off but my time has to be in the morning before everybody else gets up because if not i'm scrambling all day to get my to-do list done and then i'm trying to fit in my meditation and i'm trying to fit in my me time and my time for to work out and i'm trying to listen to my audiobooks like whatever it may be you need to take time for yourself and it's best to do it in first thing in the morning because if you think about it like the dust has settled overnight like energetically Everything has settled and so nobody's been up to stir it around the animals aren't up to stir it around like you just It's best to do in the morning You don't have to but if you are having trouble sleeping because of spirit or these things are happening every single night It's just a sign for you. It's time to make space for it um, in your life um, so Let me see what else we got Um, oh yeah, it's also a huge sign of clairsentience. So I I wrote down some notes to the questions before, um, before I jumped on, but it's also a huge sign of clairsentience. So Shelly, if you didn't know that you're a clairsentient, there you go. You're a clairsentient. You're literally feeling spirit. You're literally, literally feeling those vibrations within your body. Um, actually that might not have came from Shelly. It came from someone in the group. So if I keep saying Shelly and it wasn't from you, I'm sorry. Um, but it definitely came from someone in the group. So... Um, another question that I got, and this one is really near and dear to my heart too, because as you guys know, I don't think that you can manifest without being spiritually aligned and you cannot be spiritually aligned without naturally manifesting. So I had someone in my group say that she has been working really, really hard to, to do all of the things, she's been meditating, she's been doing all the right things that you're supposed to do to raise your vibration, yet her life looks exactly the same as it did a year ago. And she is frustrated because she sees all of these people online that are talking about they did all these things to manifest and to change and they had these drastic changes so quickly. So first thing that I wanna tell you is Appearances aren't always what they seem and if you, you know, these like influencers, right, that are on here like I'm on here and I'm talking to you about this, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to say, yeah, I did this and then it happened instantly. Sometimes it does. Sometimes we have manic manifesting where it just happens instantaneously. Other times it takes time and I'm going to be real with you. It takes time. And thank God for that because think of all the negative things that you think could happen and then like, thank God they don't show up the next minute, right? So we're always creating. We are always, always creating. Whether we are creating the good or the bad or the pleasant or the unpleasant, we are always creating. And so there may be things like for me, when I was a kid, I said, I'm going to have a house. It's going to be next to the beach and I'm going to have a yard. And my mom was like, no, you're not. You can't. First of all, there's no houses next to the beach that have yards and you're never going to be able to afford a house next to, or next to the beach. Like how did she know? She didn't know what I was going to be when I grew up. I didn't even know what I was going to be when I grew up. So what I'm saying is it takes time. Like I, I have a house that's very close to the beach and I have a big, beautiful yard and I'm so grateful, you know, like I have what I said I was going to have because I put that determination in and I... Um, I just knew it without a doubt. Like I had another house before this one. I lived other places before this one, but I knew without a doubt that that was going to be my experience and I accepted nothing else. And I said that when I was a little kid, right? So there's, there's that leg of it where things take time. When, before I left my job, again, I didn't know that I was going to be doing this. This was never in life the plan. Even when I started my blog, this wasn't in the plan. I was sitting at a very corporate job. I was working for the government. I was doing a job that I was spiritually never aligned with. Even before I was a spiritual person, it was not something that I believed in, not something that I was aligned with, but it paid really good money. And I didn't have the degree that I was supposed to have in that job. So I felt like really amazing that I even got the job, like above all of these other qualified people. But the same thing is, I knew that I had the experience. I remember walking in and being like, oh, this job is mine. Like I I need this job, I want this job, so this job is mine because at the time that's what I wanted. But when I decided that I wanted to leave that job, I was, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was applying to Anything and everything like things that I was well overqualified for huge pay cuts I was applying for these jobs and I was getting nothing back I was getting no response and I had I'm not being cocky, but like I I worked in corporate I worked one of my best friends was in HR Like I had a really good resume had all these really good qualifications. I was getting nothing nothing and then what started to naturally organically happen was more people were reading my blog more people were reaching out to me they were asking me to help them and eventually I had no other choice except it was either shut the blog down or stop and stop helping people or stay at that job even though like I was scared like how do you go from being in A corporate job making a certain amount of money a year to being like hey I'm gonna be a professional medium with a blog like that is scary but you know how you do it you trust you trust that it's going to happen and you trust that you're being guided and you trust that you're being led and you don't look back because looking back is not an option so What happened for me was I started journaling every single day about the life that I wanted to have and again, it wasn't anything specific it wasn't about the job that I wanted to have, it was just these are the types of people that I want to work with. I want to work with happy people, I want to work with people that are working on themselves. I want to work with people that I can talk about my spirituali- spirituality with. I want to be creative. I want to work around color. I want to be able to go outside when I want to go outside. I want to be able to see my family when I want to see my family. Those are the things that I wrote about. And it took seven months from the time that I started writing that to the time that I left my job. And I didn't even realize that it was seven months. So looking back, I'm like, that's not a long time at all. In the process, it was forever, forever. But when I looked at that notebook and I went back to it, I was just like, oh my God. And I just cried because I was like, this is so amazing. This really works, but there's something to it. Don't believe everything you see on the internet, like the these influencers and things, they're, they're not always telling the truth about how quickly things take. I think, yes, they're telling the truth. Like, yeah, you can manifest and they're teaching you all these amazing things. Be careful of timelines. Things take time and you need to remember that with yourself. And each time that you're like, where is it? Why isn't it showing up? And then you stop and you restart, so does that timeline. So you have to get into having an unwavering trust that what you want and what you need that is for your best and highest good is going to show up exactly at the perfect time when it's supposed to. It's already on its way. It's just I, you, we have to become a vibrational match for the things that we want. So it's not just about thinking positively or speaking positively. It's not just about journaling. It's not just about meditating. It's about feeling. It's about feeling. That is how we manifest, we get into the feeling. So all of the things that I do to manifest, I have a process, I do journal, I do meditate, I do think positively, I do watch my thoughts and my action and where my energy goes, but there is something very different that I do that a lot of people don't do and that they don't teach. I, when I'm, so here's my process. I'll just tell you my process, guys. And I probably have before, but this is a really good, it's a good lesson in a good space. And I think we're in a perfect time for it. And the person that asked this question, I think you definitely get to hear this. So every day, I still do that journaling process, by the way. Like here I am, I don't know how many years later, I don't even know what day of the week it is, like four or five years later, here I am, I'm still doing that same process and I do it with different things. Like if there's something that I wanna call in, last year it was rocks, I'm not joking, it was rocks for my front yard. Like I really wanted, big rocks to line the whole front flower bed and I wanted enough river rocks to line the side of my driveway. And my husband's like, that's gonna be a lot of money. I'm like, yeah, I know, but it'll show up. And I kid you not, I seriously kid you not. I was journaling about like, oh, I pull up to my driveway and I love looking at my flower beds and the rocks that go all the way around and my plants are growing, because I have a hard time growing plants, I'll be honest. I'm like, my plants are growing and everything looks beautiful and then seriously, I was sitting here. I think I may have actually even, not Siri. Oh my gosh. One moment. Oh my gosh. I don't know if you guys could see that or not, but I said a word and then my phone thought that I was talking to her. That's was hilarious. Um, but I think I may have actually been sitting here journaling when my neighbor texts me and he's like, Hey, um, this is really random, but I have a bunch of Of rocks that my wife ordered she ordered the wrong thing do you want to come over and take a look and I'm like sure like how much do you want for them and he's like no no they're yours just come take a look so I went over and I'm like holy crap there's all of these rocks I love that you guys are laughing at that there's all of these rocks so my husband and I like wheelbarrowed them all across the street and he's like there's not gonna be enough we're gonna have to buy more I'm like there's gonna be enough like I was like convincing him I'm like there's going to be just enough there's going to be just enough and y'all there was just enough rocks to go in. The, I have a huge flower bed go all the way around my house to the very last rock and then I was like well I still want to get all these other little river rocks and then he's like hey she did it again I have some other rocks if you want to come get them and y'all same thing we got just enough rocks to go to the end different kind of rock to go to the end of that flower bed so you know how long that took that took a couple months or like a year or something like that but Here's the thing. I was visualizing and I was feeling it and I was living it. living it. So Dr. Do, Dr. Joe Dispenza says, and this is what I've always done. I just didn't know what to call it. But he says that your memories are so real that when you visualize them or you go back there, they create that same pain in your body. They create that same mood and motion and you're back there. Like now you are back in it and it's so real for you. So if you take that same idea and you apply it to your future and you get into the feeling of having what you want and the feeling of seeing it and touching it like if you if there's a certain comforter you want like literally running your hand across the comforter or touching those rocks or walking up to those rocks whatever it is driving that car and you create that memory of it you bring that back to you and now you're here, and now you're living it, and now your brain's gonna do whatever it can to call in those experiences. So I still journal like this every single day. I journal about about different things, different people that I'll work with, different clients that I'll have, different um, types of experiences that I have. Last year it was, I wanna stand on top of of a volcano. January I stood on a volcano. And it's just, these are the things that happen because I, we, vid, we journal about them. We write them down as if they already happened, as if they're real. Then we visualize walking through that day. Then we sit there and we meditate to raise our vibration. So we have this entire process where we're now we're writing our future into existence. We're calling our future into our now. And then we're, vid, we're meditating on it. We're raising our vibration and we're allowing our spirit team to do the work. And then we close that notebook and we let it go. We're not super attached to it. So that's another thing that I need to say. When you are trying to manifest something, be it a job or whatever, you're so attached to it. You're so attached to the outcome. So if you can find a way to let it go, and that's what that journal is for me. When I shut the journal, I'm done with it, like I'm, I've am i let it go. The universe knows I've placed my order and now it can, and I don't get too specific, but now the universe knows like, hey, she's ready and open to this. So when you close it, you can kind of let that go and let it happen for you. The other thing, so it takes time and it takes consistency and you need to develop a practice, but most of all, you need to feel it. But it takes time, it takes time, especially if it's an entire life trans- transformation sometimes it can happen very manically very quickly and so sometimes we are like all right give me a sign and spirit will deliver that sign to you right now or sometimes we're like all right Um, I'm trying to think of something that happened recently Um, I don't know I will say I have been thinking about replacing my back fence and now my neighbors doing it so that's a thing that I hadn't even thought about until right this moment But there there are often things where parking spaces, parking spaces are a great example. Feel yourself pulling into this parking space. Know that you want a parking space. I always tell my husband, I'm like, if you're with me, you always get the right parking spaces. And he's like, but I'm the one driving. I'm like, it doesn't matter. I don't want to walk very far. So there's always going to be a parking space for me right there. So like that's some, that's like a quick, like a manic manifesting thing. Um, But with the bigger things, it takes time because you have to align your energy, you have to really believe that you're worthy and deserving of it and that takes work and that's where that journaling comes in because if you're journaling like you already have it and you feel like you already have it, you're telling yourself you're worthy of already having it. Does that make sense? Um, and so I think the last thing on this would be, you know, if you've been working and working and working, make sure you're detaching from whatever it is you're trying to manifest. But also just check in with yourself. What blocks are still there? What stories are you still telling yourself? Are you doing the work? And then two seconds later, you're saying like, well, it's not here. Obviously, I'm not worthy of this. I'm just never going to have this. The cards aren't in it for me. Yada, 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 yada. We all do that. We all have stories that we do that with and we all have work that we get to do around that. Does that make sense? Um, Can you visualize several different things? Um, So Valerie, I actually, I have a whole process. So I write about my day as I want it to be so I will literally write this morning I woke up and this is what my room likes my room looks like and this is what my bathroom looks like because that's something that I want to manifest eventually like like I said we have this old house so I want to continue remodeling it until it's exactly where you know I want it to be Um, and then I'll want to manifest something else but yeah so you visualize your day waking up and what are you doing and again you don't want to get specific like if it's for a job or something you don't need to be like I work here unless that's the only place you want to work or the only type of work you want to do that's fine but you visualize your day. Who's there and how are you feeling? What do you look like? What are you wearing? How happy are you? How joyful are you? And then you can, like I said, you can visualize driving up to your ideal house in your ideal car with your ideal rocks in the driveway. So you're visualizing all of these different things. You're creating an entire scene of what you want your life to look like. So you could be manifesting a thousand things at once. It doesn't matter. There are no rules. It's only what you are deserved or what you think that you are deserving of. Um, Karen, I love that parking spaces are always there for you. It's just such a fun thing to play around with, right? And I also love doing it with like books and movies and like asking spirit to show me, you know, like if I have a question or if there's something new that I need to learn or something that's been on my heart, guiding me towards the answer or guiding me towards um, the education on it. Um, Let's see. So you guys, that's what I have for today. Does anybody have any other questions for me? No. Well, if you don't, that's okay, but I just want to say, you know, like, so just to recap, how to control your energy. You want to call that energy back into you, leave it about a couple inches in diameter around you, and then you want to seal it off. If your energy is too much, you want to make sure that your gifts aren't going unmanaged and that you're learning how to utilize your gifts so that they're not like too turned up at the wrong time or too turned down at the wrong time ringing in the ears is signs of clear audience tuning into higher frequencies um it's a sign that you're ready to wake up and that spirit is trying to get your attention the exact same goes with feeling vibrations in your body and your head it tingles on the skin um same thing applies and also that's a sign of clairsentience then if your manifesting isn't working just know that it takes time um, I believe all of the people that are saying that they're manifesting, I don't necessarily always believe how long they said it that it takes. Um, I've been doing this for a long time and you guys know I'm as completely transparent as I possibly can be and it, it takes a while. Um, sometimes it happens very quick, but most of the time it takes a while because we have to become a vibrational match. We have to feel it. We have to believe that we are worthy and deserving of it. So sometimes there's just a little bit of self-work that needs to be done first, um, Feeling is the secret. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it totally is. It totally is the secret because gosh, as you, if you feel it, like that's the switch, that's the secret ingredient. That's the formula, right? Like writing it into existence and then, oh, I think I just had, just made myself a blog post. Um, that's the formula, like making, writing it, feeling it, seeing it, letting it go. All right, you guys, well, I love you all so very much, and I want to thank you for um, being here with me today again, and I hope you all have a beautiful week. I, for one, am going to go hang out with my little dude and celebrate Earth Day. I love you all, and if you have any questions for me um, that you would like answered next week and you, oh, hold on. Ooh, yeah, Liza, that's exactly what um, energy feels like. Um, Maria, you might be more than one thing. So um, if you're not, if you're not feeling that you got the right match, you might actually be more than one thing, which many of us are. It's just meant to be like your strongest. So um, if you guys have any questions that you want me to answer next week, or any subjects that you'd like me to talk about next week. Um, please drop them in the comments below, please meet me in the group. And I hope that you are enjoying the blog. And again, um, just so you guys know, if you aren't ready to take the intuitive development quiz, um, it is a big quiz, not quiz, um, course. It is a big course. It's super duper helpful, but I also have a bunch of mini courses, like a mini course, video course for developing your intuition, working with crystals and the chakras and everything like that. So if you're like, I'm just dipping my toes in the water, those might be something you can check out. Plus tons of free blogs and content on light, live, So thank you again. I'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you for hanging out with me on the Spirited Life Podcast. It was so good to be here with you today, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Remember, if you're craving more on spirituality, intuitive development, mediumship, or just really understanding who you are on an energetic level, please check me out at lightloveandspirit.com. It is your go-to resource for all things spirituality, mindset, and intuitive understanding. And remember, if you're ready to tap into your intuition, join me in the intuitive development and progression program. This program has over 40 videos, multiple bonus courses, and you get a complimentary coaching call with me. It dives into all the different clairs, how to work with them, how to manage them, how to tune in and out of them, how to work with your spirit guides, and so much more. And if you're beyond that, if you already understand all of that, how to tune into your intuition and how to manage it, then I invite you to check out Mediumship Diving Deeper where you can learn how to utilize your gifts and actually start getting those evidential messages that make clear sense for you or for other people. And remember, intuitive development isn't just for the person that wants to become a psychic or a medium or thinks that they have gifts. We are all intuitive beings. We are all energetic beings, which means we all have the ability to tap into this at any given time. The difference is we don't all receive in the same way, which is why the intuitive development course breaks it down into clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, and claircognizance. So that yes, you can utilize your intuition to tap into spirit, or receive messages, but really your intuition can be utilized throughout each and every single day, whether it's in your career, your relationships, your interactions, or the choices that you get to make. So with that, I am out and I hope you all have the most beautiful day. I love you. Bye.